The Current Dev Podcast, episode 127, Self-Leadership with Karen Gunton. Do you want to grow a thriving, profitable handmade business? My name's Jess Van Den, and I'm here to help you do just that. I took my own handmade business full-time in 2010, and since 2013, I've helped thousands of makers, just like you, create and grow successful handmade businesses. So, are you ready to thrive? Let's get learning. Hey Thrivers, Jess here. Welcome to the show for another week. I'm enjoying having my darling other half home. He's been away visiting a friend in Western Australia, so he's home again, which is great. My roof has stopped leaking, which is fantastic. (laughs) Nice to do some roof repair, fix that up. And the garden is looking very happy after all of the rain we've been getting, which is beautiful. Now we have some blue sky days to enjoy the green and colors of the spring garden here in subtropical Queensland. This week I have a lovely guest for you, my friend Karen Gunton. I've known Karen for many years. I We met, I believe, for the first time at one of the Artful Business Conferences and we've seen each other at various things over the years. And I, uh, I messaged her recently and said, I just realized I've never had you on the show. <laughs> Would you like to come on the show? And she said yes, thankfully. So I've got her here. And um, she has this wonderful metaphor of the lighthouse that she uses to teach people about themselves and about business. So we talk about this lighthouse metaphor and we also talk about the concept of self-leadership, you know, of stepping up, taking ownership over your life and your business and realizing that you are the one who has the power and you are the one who is going to make this happen, not to rely on external factors, not to rely on anybody else, but to step into your space and your power as a leader, which is what you are. So we talk a lot about that, how to do that and uh, how to get past the obstacles that are stopping us from doing that in this episode. So I hope you enjoy it. Let's get started. Hey, Karen, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's so fun to be here. It is fun to be here. It's great to be chatting to you again, obviously. Um, So I invited you on for a very special reason. Karen does lots of awesome things, obviously. But there was one thing that really struck a chord with me when I was reading through her blog, and it was this idea of self-leadership. But before we dive into self-leadership, I would really love, Karen, for you to have a little chat to us and introduce this idea of the lighthouse, which is kind of your thing and the thing that you're putting out there into the world. Uh, Sure. Thanks for the chance to actually talk about it. Um, So I use the lighthouse as a symbol for who we're here to be and what we're here to do. And one of the reasons I started um, talking about it was really my own, the way that my brain works. You know, I, I see people online. Um, I've been in the, in the biz building and entrepreneur space for quite a long time and helping people to build their business. And um, there was two things I was noticing. One is that people would sort of talk about this idea of, oh, you know, you're here to shine your light. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what you're here to do. And, and my brain goes, yeah, but how? You know, how do we actually do that? People say, oh, mindset is everything. And my brain goes, yeah, but how? Like that stuff doesn't just magically appear. So I, I feel this need to sort of make sense of things and, and talk about the how. And I'm a teacher. You, you know, we've had that conversation before. Mm-hmm. We're teachers. And I can't help but try to look for things that I can learn and teach. And the other thing that was happening for me is that I was working with so many women on the sort of the strategic side of their business around branding and marketing and 
communication and getting their message out and selling their stuff, which I love to help people do. But I was sort of realizing that, you know, you can tick all the boxes in the world. But if you don't have um, that sort of mindset and that belief and um, that sort of capacity and that's where the self-leadership stuff comes in that we'll talk about to um to do that then you know you could you could do every strategy that you're taught and it's actually not going to get you very far so mm-hmm. um so that's kind of a place I was at about gosh now about five years ago I was kind of in this in the struggle of feeling like what am I <laughs> what am I doing here like what do we do women what do we do and um and at that time when I was feeling kind of lost and struggling and asking the question why what am I here for um <laughs> I came across this quote by Anne Lamont that says, um, lighthouses don't go running all over an island looking for boats to save. They just stand there shining. (laughs) And when I saw that, I had one of those aha moments where I went, ah, right, that, right there. That's what I want. That's how I want to feel. That's what I want to do. Um, and then, of course, my brain went, yeah, okay, well, how? <laughs> and, and so began what I call the lighthouse revolution, because I actually took that quote and went, okay, well, that makes sense. Like, if we're here to shine our light in the world, like everybody says, then we ought to you know, build ourselves a lighthouse. That seems like a pretty good, a pretty good method Mm -hmm. to shining a light. And so I I started to kind of explore what that would look like and what it would mean. And, and now what I teach are, are, is really how the lighthouse is a framework Mm -hmm. for exactly what we need to do in order to stand tall and shine our light and build our mindset and share our message and all those things that we're here to do. So the lighthouse can actually teach you how, which is kind of cool. It is cool. And I've, I've read your book, um, Lighthouse Revolution, where you talk about all of that and mm-hmm. go into more detail. And I love that, you know, you've kind of broken it down into areas, you know, like the foundation and, and the mm-hmm. tower and how each part of the lighthouse actually stands for a different part of this journey, um, which is pretty fantastic. And for those of you who having a plan and sort of a structure appeals to you, <laughs> it's a really nice one. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're not going to go into the details about the lighthouse per se today, but I highly recommend you go check it out. We're going to talk about how this sort of idea can translate into this uh, process of self-leadership. So first of all, uh, first of all, I want to say this is so important because I think, and I've thought about this a lot, I think especially for women because of the way we're brought up and socialized, this idea of standing up and taking charge, taking control and owning the fact that it's your thing and you get to do it the way you want to do it and nobody else can tell you what's right or wrong is simultaneously terrifying and subversively exciting for people Mm. who aren't used to that. And I think having some sort of guidance or framework in place can be really helpful in getting over the the, the challenges of being able to stand up and shine your light in a way that you're comfortable with. So this idea of self-leadership is really about being that person for yourself and not looking to some external, um, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, somebody from the outside telling you you're doing it right. It's about mm. looking from the inside. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I think that it's something that probably a lot of us weren't really prepared for when we started <laughs> a business journey. And, 
And I know um, that I'm not the only one because I talk to women about this all the time. But it's kind of funny, like, you know, we start this journey because we're like, yeah, I've got this thing that I can sell. Mm. And um, whether it's something we make or that we do or that we teach or that we help people with, you know, it is we get motivated from the beginning by this idea that we've got something that we can do and we can share with others and we can have our own thing we can build our business and and like you said there's that that excitement level but what we're not prepared for is that the rest of the stuff doesn't just magically appear <laughs> you know like I was saying with the shine your light I was like oh yay I feel ignited I'm ready to shine but then suddenly like the the mindset that I needed and um and the capacity to sort of deal with my stuff and and, and mm. change things and um yeah all these things they don't just magically appear and and not a lot of people actually talk about the how as I was mm. saying and so I think you know the the whole idea of self leadership is that we, the very first bit is that we actually have to take ownership of this journey. Nobody else, like you said, is going to come along and tell us what to do, and they're not going to teach us how to do it, and they're not going to hold our hands while we do it, <laughs> and they're also not going to give us a gold star at the end of the day when we've done a good job. Yeah, and and for most of us. You know, we've had that at some point in our lives. We've had it in school. We've had it in our jobs or careers. Um, we've had it in sometimes even in our in our lives where we volunteer or in our homes where there's somebody saying, hey, thanks for what you do. Thanks. You did a good job. Oh, this is what you could improve on. Yeah. <laughs> this is what you should do next. Hey, here, here's the manual. <laughs> you know, there, there isn't there isn't that when you take this this um, this business journey mm. Um and 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 really, I think that the the journey that we're on with our businesses and and the work that we do in the world is really a self um, is sorry a reflection of what we need to do in ourselves as well. And so, in order to take the next steps, we have to take them personally as well. Mm. We do have to build up our mindset. We have to back ourselves. We have to pull ourselves out of the <laughs> muck when we're feeling stuck and dejected or deflated or like we failed or like we haven't got it quite right. You know, there mm. isn't anyone else that's going to fix any of that. And so in order to really do the things you say you want to do in the world, you have to be willing to be a self-leader. Yeah, you have to be your own white knight or your own superwoman, yeah. you know, yeah. not waiting for someone else to come and rescue you or to tell you what's right or wrong. Mm -hmm. It's up to us to make those decisions. And I think some people sometimes start a business before they're ready to make that that commitment. Yeah, yeah, I, absolutely. And I think we start often before we're ready and we don't know, we don't really understand the full extent of what's required of us. Hmm. You know, we hear about the jobs that we need to do, the strategies, you know, as we talked <laughs> about, but, you know, we don't really realize how much it's going to take as far as inner strength and <laughs> self-awareness and, you know, constantly building up the parts of you that you think, okay, I've done that. Like, I'm feeling confident. I'm good. And then, you know, six months from now, something happens. We're like, oh, okay, I guess I need to build more confidence. Like, the very things that we think that we've got figured out on the journey come back up again and again and again. Mm. So it's not a do once kind of thing where we tick the box and we're like, yeah, mindset, done that. <laughs> you know, it just doesn't work that way. And so I think, 
you know, for me, talking about self self leadership is really not just about saying, "Hey, yeah, I got to be a self leader," but again, going back to that, how mm-hmm. if I recognize that that's part of what I need to do, how will I do it? What is going to be my strategy for building that confidence, or building that belief in myself, or building my capacity to get myself out of that kind of crappy place mm-hmm. and back up again? If we don't have strategies in our toolbox for those things. It's really, really hard to actually make what we're doing a success or to take it to the places that we want to take them. All right. So let's start looking at a few steps in a strategy to actually Mm. grow self-leadership. What would number Mm. one be? Well, I think awareness is the first one. We all have our stuff. We all do. (laughs) We all have, um, you know, the things that come up in our pathway and and our patterns that we kind of carry on. And I think I'm having that self-awareness that, okay, this is actually part of it. Nobody's going to fix this for me. Mm. Nobody's going to, you know, come along and pull my hand and get me out of the muck or tell me what to do or give me the gold star when I've done it. So know yourself, have some self-awareness and just see that side of yourself. And, and, and this takes some honesty and it also takes some courage to be able mm. to face some of your own stuff. Um, but I think, you know, recognizing your big challenges or your, um, you know, those, those patterns, those stuck points that mm-hmm. come up in your life or whatever it is. I always, I kind of think that we all have one big thing that we're here yeah. in this lifetime to sort of face. And so having that recognition, sometimes it's hard to see it in yourself as well. So if you're in that first step, you could actually practice by looking at someone around you that you're close to. <laughs> you can often see what someone else's big thing is. Yeah. <laughs> it's easier. Um, yeah. Yeah. But that's what I would say is the very first one is just recognizing what it is. And you can just have one thing right now that you're like, okay, I can see that I need to work on my worthiness, or I can see that I need to, you know, work on being a bit more brave, or I can see that my thing is, um, you know, resilience, I get knocked down, and I want to give up. Mm-hmm. So how can I build more resilience? And, and you can just choose one thing in your life that you could actually build within yourself that will help you on the journey. And use that as kind of something to focus on as you go. Yeah. And so, and once you have the awareness, then the next step is to say, okay, what, again, how, what could I actually do? And not just to say, okay, my, you know, mindset is everything or courage is everything, but actually say, well, how does one build that? If I'm serious about this, if I'm serious about actually leading myself and getting myself to a better place, um, getting, you know, making this thing I'm here to do a success, then what will I really do about it? And the thing I find is even just asking the question, oftentimes strategies will appear. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you know that you need to build worthiness, talk about that. You know, ask the question. Books fall off the shelf. Teachers come into your life and, and just pick one thing. I like to pick a thing and then turn it into a bit of a like a 30 day kind of challenge or, Mm -hmm. or something like that for myself. I I did one once where I did a a selfie, I called it selfie love challenge for 30 days. (laughs) I posted a selfie because I wanted to see if that was like a path to to more self love and self worth. Mm -hmm. And so I I did it kind of as an experiment. I thought, well, what if I do this for 30 days and just see what happens. And when you have that kind of willingness to explore that kind of sense of curiosity, that goes, hmm, I wonder, instead of going oh this sucks <laughs> you know, if you could turn on that curiosity that sense of playfulness turn it into a bit of a challenge or a game mm-hmm. that can be a great way to explore a strategy and then just see what happens keep track notice how you feel it's not even so much about what the obvious result is you know if you're doing a selfie challenge it's not about <laughs> the comments you get or it's not even about doing it for 30 days but it's about what happens in the meantime it's about 
what you notice coming up inside of you and and how you can move past it and um yeah letting yourself again just explore i suppose so do you think it's important to have an idea in your mind of who you want to become or what you want to overcome and how you will feel or look or act in the world when you've done that i think it's important to realize that that person is there already inside of you Hmm. um i like i think about i think of her as being sort of the lighthouse version of you that highest and brightest (laughs) self um who's just there waiting on the other side and these are just steps towards you know letting more of her shine through but um but i do i do think that can help because what happens i think is sometimes we you know we hear the voice in our head that says you can't do that or Mm. you suck or (laughs) you're not good (laughs) enough or oh my god don't do that you're gonna fail and fall on your face like that voice is there and, and those voices there can be many of them um and we put so much attention on that like we give that voice a lot of weight mm. we give that um though that evidence that supports that voice a lot of our attention and our weight we're really quick to be hard on ourselves we're not so quick to listen to that other voice that sort of the real you that is inside or, or like i call her the lighthouse version of you but that real you who's saying you know what you are enough Mm-hmm. You are brave. You are, you are, you can do this. You can, you know, dial up the light a little bit brighter. You can shine. It's not, you know, bad things won't happen. So if, I think if we could spend a bit of time, at, at mm-hmm. least as much time, um, <laughs> sort of focusing on that version of ourselves, I think that's a pretty good, pretty fair, you know, I think that, that the least we can do is be fair to that that side of ourselves and so if that means you know having a clear vision of who you want to be and where you want to go and that helps you great if there's other strategies that help you tap into what that voice is telling you try those they deserve time in your day and in your life at least as much time as the time we spend listening to that other not so helpful Mm. voice And and we all have that not so helpful voice. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. All of us, all of us. No matter how successful someone looks from the outside, everybody self-doubts. Yeah, yeah. And and the thing, as we said, is that even, you know, even if you make $10 million in your business, (laughs) those same things that you struggled with when you made 10, you know, um, $10 in your business will just back up so the more strategies you have um the better and i think on the self-leadership journey when we kind of recognize that that's part of what we're here to do or is be self-leaders our approach becomes a little bit different again instead of seeing seeing that same struggle or that same voice of self-doubt pop up in your ear we don't go ah i suck instead we go ah there you are again. Ah, right. I was expecting you. You know, I just kind of hit this new plateau in my business. And yeah, it's no surprise that you're here. All yeah. right. Yeah, that's just part of what we're here to do. Okay. Let's, yep. let's face it. <laughs> so do you think it's important? Because I think a lot of the time, instead of facing it, we push it away or try to mm-hmm. ignore it, or mm-hmm. just go, you know, sort of, there's this idea of acceptance rather than denial of the truth. And that if we keep pushing something away and pushing something away and, you know, suppressing it or repressing it, it'll just keep bubbling up in different ways. And so it's really important to actually, as you say, own it. Yeah, absolutely. And see it and just, uh, and recognize it's just part of what you're here to do. Like, I honestly think, you know, all, all of us who are on this journey of like, you know, building a business and putting out this thing that we do or make or, or care about into the world, this path isn't easy. We're, we're, you know, we would have mm. chosen this. 
if we wouldn't have cho- chosen this if it wasn't what we're here to do. And so the stuff that comes up is actually is what you're meant to do. Um, and otherwise we wouldn't be here with these businesses. We'd be just getting job jobs like the rest of the population and getting the paycheck and getting this gold star at the end of the day. So just, I, I do think that, that that kind of willingness to face it is so important. As you said, it just comes up in, in other ways. And if, and even when you do face it, it keeps coming up. Like it's, mm. it's supposed to happen and so that acceptance of it I think honestly I think it makes it takes a big weight off your shoulders you know it's like not such a drag it's not like oh god I suck at this instead it's like oh right okay this I this is happening right now because I'm actually meant to face it and I didn't face it the last time because I was too afraid but I can be brave now or (laughs) I've got a new strategy I could try or uh, a new you know some new people I can get some help from and and just deciding, you know, to change to change your perspective of it, reframe it into a way that is more helpful instead of painful. And do you think this is something, I mean, we're talking about self-leadership, obviously, mm-hmm. but just because we're being our own leaders doesn't mean we can't uh, still have a panel of advisors, for example, so who can help us and be, a, you know, a bit of a sounding board. So how would you go about doing that? Or do you even recommend that? Or do you think there's a time in a space for looks like sequestering yourself and just looking within and focusing on what you really think before you look without again? That's a really good question. Um, I am, I think probably the number one thing I would say to anybody, honestly, you could answer just about any question in this space of self-leadership is that you need to do what's right for you. Mm. There is no, I mean, as much as I teach a framework with a lighthouse to do it, um, really it's, it's picking and choosing what's going to help you right now. And I absolutely think there's a time and a space for, you know, just trusting within and, and going within and, um, honoring you know yourself on this self-leadership journey but at the same time I absolutely believe that there is a time and a space for getting help from others and getting advice from others and learning strategies from others like you know no leader does it on their own self-leaders leaders of of big organizations (laughs) leaders of movements leaders of revolutions you know you might be indeed the person who's initiated the journey but but you can't do it completely on your own. Nobody has that capacity to do it all. And um, and I think there definitely is a time, especially I think you need to, you know, just honor where you're at. And again, that's where that awareness comes from. If you know that right now what you really need to build within yourself is some self-worth or self-belief mm. and you can recognize that that's one of the things that's important for you to take the next steps, then I, then you know if it's me and I'm asking that question of myself I think okay what what can I do do I do I have some strategies I could practice do I need to learn something from somebody do I need to ask for support in order to do this you know to be accountable mm-hmm. um do I need um you know, do I need to be with other people who are on a similar journey so we can have each other's backs and we can help, you know, we'll pull ourselves mm. out of the mud, but we're all in the mud together. So <laughs> know, knowing yourself is really important. What works for you? Does does accountability work with mm. you? Does surrounding yourself with like-minded people? Um, does having a mentor or um, a coach or somebody cheering you on? If you know yourself, again, about self-leadership, then you can actually make really good choices about who you surround yourself with, why, and when. 
And Mm -hmm. that also might mean that sometimes you have to, you know, tune out some of the people who aren't supporting you on your journey. And Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean cutting them out of your life or anything, but you can say, you know what, like that group of friends isn't really helping me with what I'm at right now. (laughs) You know, they're, they're kind of making this harder. And so for now, maybe what I'll do with them is go to the movies Mm -hmm. (laughs) where we can all be together and watch a movie, but I don't actually have to hear their negativity or their complaining or their, Mm -hmm. you know, making me, you know, feel like this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing. And, um, and that's how I'll spend time with them for now, just while I work on this other stuff. So yeah, making those choices, I think, because you know yourself well, Mm. is the key. Yeah, and I think taking the time, if you never, if you've never been an introspective previously, uh, taking the time to do that is incredibly valuable. Uh, But as you said, you know, some people, get a bit stuck on that because they don't know how. And I think if you are completely stuck, finding someone to guide you, at least in the beginning, and give you some ideas is a really good idea. Um, and when you were talking about accountability, I couldn't help but think of um, Gretchen Rubin's uh, different types of personalities, like <laughs> Obliger <laughs> and Rebel. Um, that's a, I should actually uh, link to that in the show notes because that's it's a nice little framework for thinking mm-hmm. about uh, how you actually get stuff done. And if you are better, you know, some people work better with external accountability. So, you know, they, if they want to get a goal done, they announce it to the world and say, you know, I have to get this done by this date. And that's what motivates them. Other people work better with internal accountability. Um, I'm one of those people, you know, if I, you know, some, it doesn't always work, but, um, and rebels are people, you know, if they, if they make any rules and they just want to break them. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, oh. it's a difficult, uh, that's, I think a bit of a difficult place to be, but understanding I- what makes you work tick basically. Absolutely. And I, I'm a big fan of, of that particular um, uh, test of Gretchen's. Um, I'm a rebel. So um, <laughs> I'm totally in that rebel thing. And one of the actual the first steps that I teach with the Lighthouse framework and in this path of self-leadership is that that real inner self-awareness. When you know yourself deeply um, and you learn you, you know, that's the very first starting point because um, everything else has to kind of align to that or mm. it doesn't work you know and we've all felt that where we've done something or we've picked a strategy or we you know we followed what somebody coached us to do and it just doesn't feel right and it's not sustainable and we can't follow through authentically we can't communicate authentically so that's absolutely the first step I'm a big fan of doing those kinds of quizzes and things because it's sort of like you know you're made up you your whole this whole journey and who you are and everything you're here to do is like a big puzzle you know and you're just kind of putting the pieces together and like a jigsaw puzzle you can't just sit down and do the whole thing at once you kind of walk past it and you go oh there's that piece I was looking for the other day yeah. and you put it in 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 the spot and so when those pieces click into place you know you get a clearer picture of of what's happening and and what you need to work on or what where you're going next and um starting with yourself at the core I think is the key yeah and I think it's you know I think when you kind of get it further along and you're thinking about um what what's really motivating you like why are you doing this what's Mm. what's the point of it all and I think you and I have different perspectives on this um you uh, actually I'll let you share your perspective on this and then I'll share my perspective on this because I think both of them could be useful to people depending on their personal way of looking at things Okay, so around your why? Yeah. Yeah. So the way that I see um, our why, and we hear a lot of people talking about this, you know, this is Mm -hmm. one of these big topics in in the business building space. Um, I think of your why as being a bit like an onion, 
Mm-hmm. And so when we first start out, our why is often, you know, that that very outer edge that's like really obviously easy to peel. <laughs> um, and so, you know, when I started out with my first business, I want my why was that I wanted to have my own money to buy myself a pair of shoes. <laughs> you know, like I just was like I, I was a stay at home mom and I was driving me crazy that I didn't have my own funds in my bank account. <laughs> so that was all fine and dandy. That, that why got me, you know, as far as it did, um, because I was obviously had that that clear motivation and that clear why for myself. Mm. But as my um, desire to grow the business more and to take the next steps and to evolve and, and to keep getting closer and closer to my purpose as well, I had to keep peeling away the layers of the why. And I think as your um, your purpose kind of becomes bigger, as you want to sort of shine your light brighter and reach <laughs> more people and have a bigger impact, you need a bigger why to support that. And, um, and now, you know, as as I work with people who are on their business journey and ready to take the next steps, that's mm-hmm. one of the things I, I help them to do in the sense of tapping into that deeper why, which is kind of what your mission is here, mm-hmm. what you're here, the change you're here to um, make in the world, even if it's a change in the world for one other person, it doesn't have to be like a worldwide mission. It can be like, uh, you know, <laughs> this is what I want for you. That one person out there who needs what you do is longing for what you do, has a desire for what you do and connecting um, your mission to what she wants for herself is really powerful. Mm-hmm. So that's that's sort of how I help get people into deeper layers of their why is by tapping into, you know, uh, that that mission, that change that you want to make in the world or the soapbox that you want to get onto or the <laughs> uh, the fight song that you're here to sing out loud. <laughs> <laughs> that's really cool. And it's funny because I often think about it almost in the opposite way in that building something. So you talk about peeling an onion away. For me, it's more like maybe building a tower or something like that mm-hmm. is that, um, you know, I believe that you decide what your purpose is in life and you just, I believe, you know, this life is all we have. You have a choice mm-hmm. to live it exactly how you want to live it. And you owe it to yourself to live it the best way you possibly can and to not live someone else's life mm-hmm. because so many of us, you know, we, we can only come out of where we come from. So we have, you know, our history, we have our parents' expectations or our society or our family's expectations as to who we are and what we can do and what we're good at and what we're not good at. But then as we grow and as we get older, we start to realize that perhaps that's not what we actually want from our life. Perhaps mm. those things that we taught, we were taught are important, maybe aren't important or that something else is important to us or that the sort of person we thought we were or the sort of things we thought we were good at, maybe there's something else. And, mm. But we can get so stuck in, you know, habit and expectation that it can be hard to break out of that and actually follow this new dream and ideal. Mm. And I think it's very important to be aware of that um, and not let that hold you back because if there's something you really want to do or a change you want to make in the world or an impact that you want to have, it's up to you to decide Mm. that that's what you want to devote your life to and then figure out how to make it happen. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And that's, I, I definitely see things that way. And I actually had this picture pop in, a, in my head and which I think supports both of the things that we've just said. And that is um, the spiral. And I use mm. the, you know, the visualization of a spiral in the, in the lighthouse a lot because the spiral or the lighthouse contains the spiral staircase, you know, inside. <laughs> and when you're in a spiral staircase, you can't see all the way to the top, right? You can only see a few steps ahead and every step you take more of your next steps appear. But one of the 
the reasons I like that is whether you're thinking of it like the onion or like the tower that you're going through, that's all it is, is little steps, mm, you know, yep. little steps. <laughs> and But you have to choose. And that's where that self-leadership comes in. Like you decide, do you want to stay on this platform, on this layer, on this step? Or do you want to take the step and the next step and explore and see where it takes you? That thing that you say that you want for yourself what are you going to do to get there? Because staying on one step isn't going to get you there, <laughs> you know, and no, nobody's going to come and take your head and drag you up that staircase. Mm-hmm. Like, it's your choice. You can stay where you are. Absolutely. But mm-hmm. if you have a longing for something more, if you're if you feel like you're ready to explore the next thing, or you have a goal for yourself, that's maybe bigger than, you know, anything you've done so far, the only person who's going to get you there is you. Like, you got to take those steps. You've got to, even if even if they're not all completely clear. Take yeah. one, yeah. start. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just start. It's one of my favorite mm. things. Mm. I think so. Many, so often people are stuck because they feel like they have to have it all figured out. Like as if you have to know exactly how tall the tower is before you start yeah. walking to the top. Yeah. You don't. No. No. <laughs> you you might be almost at the top. You yeah. Could be three. <laughs> and you don't even realize it and you're just staying where you are because it's safer and it's not so scary and it's comfy so you're so close and you don't even know it (laughs) awesome well Karen have you got any last bits of advice for people who are on this journey or last strategies or steps that they could take to really blast through all of those like things that are holding them back and really step into their self-leadership um, well, when you said that one of your favorite things to say is just start, um, it, made me, it made me think in my head, one of my favorite ones to say to people, which is it's not a tattoo. Uh, yes, it's not a that. tattoo. What you're doing right now isn't a tattoo. Um, the strategies you're using aren't a tattoo. The, the brand you've created, the, the plan you put on the paper, the, you know, the post you wrote on Facebook yesterday, like none of it's a tattoo. You can go and change and you, you can adapt and you can tweak and you can learn and you can grow. And so when we get into this sort of tattoo thinking, like you said, where it has to be perfect and mm. I have to get it just right. Um, it's so detrimental. Like that's a lot of the times people sort of focus on that in business because they want their copy to be, you know, just right so that mm. it's really impactful and it works and it converts in the website and the product description and the price. And I mean, there's all these elements that we spend quite a lot of time getting just right. You know, obviously, we're we're taught all these strategies. So it's a bit hard because on the self-leadership side of things, that doesn't work at all to put yourself in that place. <laughs> it's just triggering all that like perfectionist stuff and procrastination stuff. Oh, and, yeah you know and and it doesn't work so it's almost like there's this we have to kind of switch the way that we allow ourselves to work and say you know what it's not a tattoo i can put it out imperfectly on purpose with the aim to grow and to try and to learn and just picturing those little steps you know it's just little tiny steps and you can keep figuring it out as you go but we have to change that sort of tattoo thinking that it has to be just right. And maybe that comes from our desire to get that gold star. I don't know. <laughs> I think it might actually. <laughs> it doesn't work with self-leadership though. We have to throw it away. We you do. know, to be to be self-leaders, we have to let those kinds of old rules um, go. And that rebel in me likes that because I like breaking rules. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you know, I like that too because I like making my own rules. So there you go. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you so much, Karen, for coming on the show. That was fantastic. It was awesome to chat to you about all things self-leadership. 
Thank you so much for having me. I, you know, as as always with you, I feel like we could just keep on carrying on this conversation. <laughs> so I really appreciate um, being part of the um, Create and Thrive community and having the chance to encourage people to just take little steps and to take themselves by the hand mm-hmm. and just take a step, take one little step today. Absolutely. And if you want to know more about Karen, make sure to check her out, karengunton.com and go get a copy of her book lighthouse revolution have a read of that and uh, help you it will help you build your own lighthouse so you can stand there and shine thanks for listening thriver i hope you enjoyed that episode with karen gunton have you got the handmade biz toolkit yet it is my collection of free resources for handmade business owners there's a whole bunch of ebooks and guides and all sorts of stuff in there and you can get it for free just by becoming a subscriber to the create and thrive email updates to get access, just head on over to handmadebiztoolkit.com, enter in your email, and Bob's your uncle. You will have access to all the resources in the free Handmade Biz Toolkit. I'm Jess Van Den. This has been another episode of the Create and Thrive podcast. Hope you have a wonderful week. Goodbye for now.